Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey, everybody. We're recording this bonus episode on Sunday, March 15th, and we are currently in the midst of a global pandemic, a pandemic that has put multiple countries on complete quarantine lockdown, has led to the cancellation of sports, concerts, and theatrical movies. In terms of how it's directly affected this show, the next month and a half's worth of new releases have been canceled indefinitely, which certainly presents a challenge to a show that revolves around the theatrical release calendar. Word. <laughs> uh, but that's nothing compared to what other people are dealing with. Yes. School cancellations, empty grocery stores, and stranded travelers are just some of the things that are happening around the world. And it's been a lot to take in. It really has been. I mean, there it, it's been changing. I mean, more cases get, you know, it changes um, by the hour. The yeah, the it, number of cases it, it changes. It grows and grows and grows. By the time this episode posts, hopefully it, the numbers will be much higher. Yeah. As of right now, I believe it's thirty three hundred. Yeah, over thirty three hundred uh, confirmed cases, and that's on a Sunday night. And here in Atlanta, it's about a hundred. I think it's ninety nine. And some of the places hit hardest, New York, yeah. which right now looks like they're closing all theaters. Yeah. Starting Ohio. To, starting tomorrow, Ohio. Washington mm-hmm. has been hit. And LA. And California. Yeah, California is closing bars. <laughs> I think yeah, California is shutting down their bars. So at least California, Ohio, and California, they're closing restaurants and bars for the foreseeable future. We don't know when they're going to reopen. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of states are just kind of beginning to go into full quarantined lockdown. Mm-hmm. And this is just the the beginning. You know, if you listen to medical experts, scientists, you know, we're looking at, a, at approximately 8 weeks where the numbers are going to continue to increase. Well, I think it will when temperatures outside get hotter. But it's also flourished in countries with hot temperatures there have been outbreaks in countries that are experiencing warm temperatures right now so i i don't know how accurate that theory is that's a hopeful theory we don't know (laughs) how accurate it is um let's quickly let's just talk like what is what is covid19 aka the coronavirus it is a respiratory illness that's basically a combination of the flu and sars with a mortality rate roughly 10 times higher uh, the virus originated in Wuhan, China, and it spreads from person to person. And I think that's what scares people the most, that it is airborne. Mm-hmm. Um, that and that's why it's been spreading so yeah, quickly. Yeah, that through contact, it can stay on surfaces for a long period of time, which I think is a big deal as well. Another element adding yeah. to the spread. And uh, yeah, you can be very contagious and not show any symptoms. Yeah. Uh, not even be aware that you have it and still be uh, highly contagious. It's not a death sentence. It's not a death sentence. No. And I think people need to understand this. It's just, it, it, it seems like it's pneumonia. It's a, it's a flu combined with a respiratory illness. Yeah. That's not something anyone wants, whether you're, hel- I mean, no, whether you're healthy or not. It'll, it'll, I mean, you know, obviously with you, when you get pneumonia or the cold or yeah. the flu or anything, like you just are worn worn out so yeah combine the flu with respiratory problems shortness of breath coughing 
And yeah, that's something nobody wants. That's, I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna ruin your week. And, and Patrick, maybe you can tell me why everybody is going out there and getting the toilet papers. Like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. The toilet paper, I don't really understand. Uh, the only, from a psychological viewpoint, I, I understand binge buying. If we're going going under quarantine. Triggers, well, people see other people binge buying. Yeah. And then that triggers them to to want to binge buy. Like, oh, people are buying toilet paper. I need to buy toilet paper. <laughs> and that can create kind of its own never-ending cycle. I don't. I don't really understand the toilet paper. <laughs> I don't know how much shitting people are planning to do while quarantined, but yeah, uh, a lot of stores are. Uh, they're out completely out of toilet completely paper. Completely out of toilet paper. Completely out of uh, rubbing alcohol. Out of cleaning wipes. And it's yeah, the list hand is increasing of items soap. that are that are becoming harder and harder to find. Yeah, hand and sanitizer. We were out of Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and Body Works. That's it. They're they totally do. out. They're, they have the pocket ones and the ones. Yeah, what yeah. you want, what you want is yeah, some portable hand sanitizer and maybe some latex gloves. <laughs> what you bought couldn't couldn't hurt. But yeah, what you have is people lining up early at stores now to kind of stock up on items, and stores are getting cleaned out, and so they're not like they're changing their hours so they can restock and keep up with demand. All of this shifted from, you know, business as usual to like borderline apocalypse well, yeah. in the span of a week. Yeah. Really. Like this week, this past week is where shit got real. Like the drum beat had been going for a while and getting louder and louder. But this yeah. week it really tipped over. So the, the, I mean, this is like... This is the beginning. Widespread. This is not going to be... This is just the beginning. Well, it's not going away anytime soon. I mean, we're not necessarily under quarantine, but... In Georgia, not yet. I mean, not every, yet, everything's but, changing. <laughs> but we've got 99 cases now, so I think as soon as it, it maybe maybe another 100 or so, we'll be probably under quarantine. But we have been asked to stay at home, um, and then my clients now are being asked to work remotely as well. It seems like nationwide, they're going to impose restrictions on gatherings of more than 50 yeah um it seems like like that's kind of the next step and yeah i mean that that means theaters i think are going to be next to go and that's not going to be a problem when studios aren't releasing new movies it's true that's not going to be a problem i think uh, i think theaters are going to close their doors which is historic theaters stayed open during 9-11 they stayed open during the great depression um, I mean, they stay open during war times. The only time really theaters close would be on a regional basis for like weather, right? Like a hurricane yeah. comes in, theater's going to close. Theaters are a 365 day a year business, yeah. fully staffed. And so them shutting down is, I mean, is even, a big deal. Even after the shooting in Denver and Aurora, Absolutely. Colorado, like it's, theaters stayed open. It's just, it's what theaters do. It's a sign of normalcy. In America, yeah. theaters are open. You can go to theater. You can see a movie, and um, take so, your yeah. mind off of what's going on in the world. Sure, yeah, that that theatrical escape—it's always been there. Um, certainly, I mean, for my whole life, I mean, a weekly routine that I've been accustomed to since I was a child. You know, my mom taking me to you know Roger Rabbit and Home Alone and Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and you know, just loving that routine of going to the movies each week. That's done for for the indefinite future but not only you know theaters kind of shutting down but also productions 
are shutting down right now. So people that are in the middle of filming, I mean, I think that's why Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson making an Elvis they, movie. They were making a movie in Australia and they came down with coronavirus. Pretty much all major TV and film productions are shutting down. That includes Walt Disney Pictures. Yep. I mean, they put on ice The Little Mermaid, which is about to shoot the Batman. Uh, which w- was in the middle of filming that shut down. So major productions have stopped. TV has pretty much stopped. Um, it's all. I mean, the world ha- has stopped. Uh, yeah. I mean, there are certain sectors, certain like industrial, agricultural industries still still operating, but uh, anything requiring social interaction is being shut down one by one. It feels like P- you know. I think some people are. Hoping optimistically this will be maybe like two like two weeks, maybe a month tops. I think kids are going to be off school uh, into the summer. There's major there's major direct yeah. ripple effects from this. Uh, absolutely, I mean small ripple effects and big ripple effects uh, just from closing schools, from closing businesses. Major major ripples. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, that, that has been alarming and that's, that's been something that's, I mean, at first I noticed it was hard to get rubbing alcohol mm-hmm. and that was kind of the first. And then, I mean, pretty much each visit back to the grocery store, it's, it's it was m- less and less and less, m- more and more items that are gone or harder to get. And you just, you see like a sense of anxiety on shoppers in the store well, yeah when we went to the grocery store yesterday we we saw people in gloves and face masks Shit. And yeah you, like, call, you call me going crazy i'm just reading the news there's just trying no, to be <laughs> there there was no eggs there was no toilet right. paper there was no they didn't have eggs almost all of the hot dogs were gone i mean like couldn't get my frosted flakes couldn't do it <laughs> So it's, yeah, people should just be buying what they need for the week. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, Trump hasn't really been clear on this, but that's, uh, buy what you need for the week. You know, it's, you're not going underground into a bunker. <laughs> Store, yeah. Stores aren't, but even grocery in, stores are still open. But even in Italy, they're not closed. Yeah, grocery stores are going to stay open. They're making people stand five feet apart or six feet apart and waiting in line. Five to, feet apart, that's... They are. That's the name of a movie, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the that's that that would have been a great movie to be released this weekend. Yeah, that would have been a great movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean they're they're having people stand, you know, in line. They won't allow more people to go into the grocery store. Yeah, people shouldn't worry about their gro- the grocery store uh, shutting down and not being able to get your goods. Just don't be a dick and leave other people with nothing. Just. We got to look out for those around us during a time like this and not just be selfish and take all the resources for ourselves. (laughs) I mean, really. That's what, yeah, that's. It's looking out for your fellow man, woman, child. Yeah, scarier than getting the coronavirus is like like a a drought of goods brought on by your neighbor. Scarier than getting the coronavirus is seeing how people are acting towards it and for me it's the hoarders it's the people that are taking advantage of the situation people being assholes it is just very disheartening yeah 
I'm, I mean, looking out for yourself, not really caring about your fellow neighbor. When this broke out in Wuhan, China, I mean, we didn't really do much no. to help them out or to really take this seriously. I mean, Trump called this a hoax for a month. <laughs> I mean, he was calling it a hoax right up until he declared it a national emergency. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what the motivation was there. I mean, maybe it, Trump was scared to deliver bad news. I don't know what his thinking was in trying to frame it as a hoax, but it's it cost us a month and a half of very valuable reaction time. Yeah. And planning is specifically getting tests ready. Yeah. And testing people and gathering data and if necessary, putting in those emergency measures. I, I mean his his staff around him has done a better job conveying information. I mean, even Mike Pence has been a little clearer on what what people need to expect and uh, what what they need to be doing. I mean, even Ben Carson, he's hacking along and coughing all over the, the mic and, you know, all of that. Trump thought this was a hoax. Yeah. I mean, Trump doesn't engage with science or reality. So he, he thought this was a hoax until he could no longer deny it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, this was... By the World Health Organization, this was declared a global health crisis on January 31st. So that is a full month and a half where Trump diluted himself and diluted Americans, tried to dilute Americans and Trump and by extension Fox News, telling people that this is nothing worse than the common flu. And that's complete, completely misleading. It is a little misleading. Completely I, I will misleading. agree. But however... The flu does kill 60,000 people a year. We've been dealing with the flu for, for a long time. For but decades. we still don't. I mean, we've <laughs> we got have a, vaccines for the flu. We have a vaccine flu. for it, but it still kills 60,000 people a year, even with the vaccine. Oh, I mean, sure. I mean, but again, that's not news. That's the flu. That's the seasonal flu. <laughs> it happens every year. And yeah, that's, that's the flu. This is something different. And it's something that we're still figuring out and the alarm bells were there back in January. And for some reason we just, we had, we had a president who wanted to frame it as an attack against him (laughs) instead of just following the science. And were you alarmed back in January when you saw the news reports about this city in China, Wuhan being on total lockdown because of an uncontained outbreak? Honestly, no, I was alarmed. To me, that was like, oh, wow, if that can happen there and it's not contained. I'm not alarmed now. That can happen here. Total lockdown. I understand it. I, that was alarming I, I'm for me. I'm more concerned about the assholes. Sure. I'm not well, concerned yeah, that, about catching the virus because I know if you or me. It's and not the virus. You, it's the lockdown. I, I understand. It's the lockdown. But that even is scary. you with asthma. Sure. If you even you'll survive because you're young, sure. I'm young. We I mean, have like, we have healthy immune systems. Yeah, so it's we're not we're not in that age range where it's a, a serious serious threat. And yeah, I'm not talking about like oh I'm scared of getting I'm scared of getting sick. I'm scared of scared I'm scared of, being of being a, locked down. Yeah, I'm scared of living in a country that is quarantined and where like socioeconomic structures are breaking down that's that scary and so when you see that happening in other countries and it's not contained common sense and also science should tell you that that can happen here and that's what's happening and we had a month and a half to get ahead of it 
and we're, we're way behind it. <laughs> Trump but has made like, a lot of mistakes. I, I really want to know more about what's going on in the world outside of Trump and his administration. Like, I'm tired of, of going on the news and reading about Trump tweets. Like, I don't give a shit. Well, now it's going to be nothing but coronavirus. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I know. And, and what Trump is tweeting now, like, and, you know, regarding, you know, whatever he's got to do. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm so tired of it. Like, sure. I'm tired of the media just. To my knowledge, the only one. Like reporting on Trump, like I'm tired of it. To my knowledge, the only person who's trying to frame this politically as a political attack was Trump. I'm and, not saying and that... conservatives. I, it doesn't make any sense to look at an oncoming pandemic. But like I'm saying, you don't know how this news was brought to him. Does it, so, does it matter? Like scientific facts or scientific facts? It, it doesn't matter how the information's getting to you. What matters is the information. What matters are the facts. But there's not a scientist that's in in his administration because <laughs> he, he fired his pandemic team the, I, and, and and yes which okay. he takes no responsibility for when asked but point blank do you take responsibility for it he says no <laughs> the, the buck the buck does not stop here <laughs> but he couldn't foresee this nobody could foresee this 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 is an unpresented a pan an expert on pandemics could foresee this um if that person was in your proximity i mean if china would stop eating bats <laughs> i mean we we could stop this whole this whole shebang because it started SARS. I, I mean, mean they, yeah, they've started so many of these epidemics and pandemics and whatever. Just stop eating shit you shouldn't eat. Sure. The the creation of this is one is on China. That's I mean whatever whatever the fuck they're doing. That that is on them. But I mean, stop eating eel. Stop eating dogs. But our response time yeah. in in relation stop to bats. Our response time in relation to the information that we have, that's on us. Yes. that That's on us. And in this case, it's on Trump. And um, there's easily a month and a half that we lost in response time. And you just, you, you can't help but wonder how different would things be if United States had stepped up <laughs> in a leadership role and taken this seriously when that alarm bell was rung. Again, January 31st, it was declared a global health crisis. <laughs> Yeah. So whatever the hell Trump was doing, like there's your very loud alarm well, bell. That's when he closed Chinese borders, and you know he, he wants a, he wants a big medal for that. But and that, that's and common that sense. I mean, that, but that helped. Democrats well, didn't want to do that. Democrats didn't want to close the borders. They thought it was racist. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, so let, let's be let's let's. I don't I don't know about that. It, it's well known fact. Okay. I don't know about that, but it, closing it was clearly the right thing to do. Um, but that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's the first major step of many that needed to be taken very quickly. Yeah. He just kind of dragged his heels. He pretended it was a hoax, uh, until it became a national emergency. And, um, so yeah, things are, things are tense here in America. Yeah. I mean, things are tense. Uh, I believe globally, I'd love to live in a place where like this news isn't really phasing people. <laughs> Um, but, but I mean, but it, it is. Scare, it it's, scares me. It's global. It it's not me. just the U.S. I mean, every country is affected by it. And, and if not every country, every country is about to be affected yeah, by it. Yeah, it's, it's getting there. Um, but it is affecting the movie industry, and it's going to affect this podcast. On that, let's, let's take a, a quick break. Let's take a breather. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what's next for our show. Without any movies coming up, 
what are we going to do? We'll there take you go. a break. Okay. Okay. We're back. And so even though this pandemic has obviously affected how we do our show, we still want to keep it going. And we're planning on putting out fresh episodes during this uh, indefinite quarantine period. And, you know, we'll still be having movie date night. We will. It'll just be here at home. It'll be couch movie date night. Be here at home on the couch. Which a lot of people do. I mean, I I remember date nights growing up. I mean, you rent a movie from Blockbuster and you go home and buy some popcorn and... Yeah. You remember, yeah, going to like a physical video rental yeah, store and picking and out you, a movie you go up and down the aisles yeah you flip the back you yeah. read it yeah those are those are gone yeah uh, those days are gone but the sentiment is still there and <laughs> you can still rent movies or you can still watch movies on your couch when and we, it'd still be a good date night movie when we first started dating video stores were still around yeah there was a blockbuster we went to yeah um, but now, no, you just rent through your like streaming app of choice. That that's how you rent. There now. was a blockbuster that we went to in Tampa. It was in Tampa. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. But we were married. We just got married. Yeah, yeah, and we were renting video games a lot. We were. Yeah, yeah. we're nerds, guys. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so yeah, so, you know, in the, in the coming weeks, uh, we're going to be mixing up the format and, uh, we're going to be doing recaps of what we've been watching for that week. So it'll, it'll kind of broaden. It won't just be focused on a single movie. Uh, it'll be a mixture of kind of new releases that we're catching up on and maybe some older classics that neither of us have seen yet. You know, neither of us have seen Gone with the Wind or uh, West Side Story. Uh, I think Gone with the Wind would be a good one. I mean, that's a four hour movie though. Mm. I mean, hey, we're quarantined. So and we're in Atlanta, where them, it was premiered. But yeah. there's, there's a remake. with Steven Spielberg. He's doing a remake of West Side Story. I've always wanted to see the original uh, with Natalie Wood. Um, so, yeah, there, there are some classics that we're going to catch N- up on. Natalie Wood is the one that died on the boat, right? Correct. Ah, okay. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and you know, some new releases such as Cats. You and I, we haven't seen. No, Cats. No, we haven't seen didn't, it. I really want to get see around it. to that. Oh my god, I I'm looking forward to that just to see all the mistakes. <sighs> and we'll do episodes where maybe one of us recommends a favorite movie that the other one hasn't seen. I know I want to show you Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. That was yeah. one of my favorite movies of last year. I'm curious what you will make of that. <laughs> We're, we're going to be doing our best to keep things fresh. And if there's a specific movie that maybe listeners want to hear us talk yeah. about, uh, you can write in at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's how we're going to kind of, uh, you know, keep things going for the time being. I do hope, I do hope that things get back to some sense of normal. I mean, what do you think? What do you think the future is for movie theaters? Like they are way more vulnerable to this, yeah, to the this virus, this pandemic than movie studios well, are. Movie studios can hold their product. I'm not just going to say the movie theaters per se, but in general, I think a lot of companies, a lot of um, you know businesses are going to try to get their business done remotely, and this to is go kind mobile. Of, this is kind of pushed them to deliver the same service and all of that in a remote setting 
So, and I think this is just going to push the theaters. And I think we've talked about this. This is where the theaters are going, in my opinion. I think theaters are eventually going to be dead. Dead. I mean, <laughs> you think this is going to kind of speed up I do. that process that was already kind of happening? Well, that's what, I, some pe- I, I that's what think, a lot of people are speculating. I think what the movie theaters are going to end it. up doing is like an AMC or a Regal, they're going to go online platform. And they're going to have the theaters do the same kind of thing, but an online platform. Like where you can watch a new release, but uh, on online. Online. But like you, you, you pay a little to, bit more money. You have to do a, prescri- a subscription to AMC, Regal, whatever. I think that's where it's going. Where new movies get screened online. Yes. Yeah. I can see that uh, for sure. Um, I don't, but, I don't want to see the theatrical experience go away i know i know i I know that i know i don't want to see it go away but this could speed up its demise because it's been on shaky ground for the last couple years for a while it's just been superhero movies just keeping it afloat really (laughs) it's for the last decade but i will say you know a lot of my clients at my day job they didn't really have the infrastructure to work from home as it never was kind of in their culture but this has kind of made it their culture and so, which I think is good in a way that got them to embrace the remote work from home mentality. I think the companies that do survive this, however long it goes, they you have will to adapt. You have to adapt. Some and, sort of mobile. Yeah. Mobile. Uh, and then you're going to have a lot of people that, you know, hey, I've worked remote for two months. I don't want to go back. Sure. To working in an office, and then sure. you have like I've people, seen the good life. <laughs> yeah, and then you have people that have worked remote saying, "I can't wait to go back into the office to get away from their kids." Sure, and their dogs, or the dogs, or their husbands. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about there. <laughs> We're not even on full quarantine yet. Like things are still pretty lax here in Georgia. Like nothing really official has shut down yet in Georgia. So. It's right now. It's still pretty free. It's it's the worst. The, the worst is ahead of us, uh, or the best. More more close time with Bullshit. my with my beloved. <laughs> I I do worry about the um, vitality, I guess, of theaters uh, once this is over. Like what what theaters are going to be left standing? What's going to be left of theatrical exhibition? Because we can probably assume Black Widow with uh, you know Scarlett Johansson that movie we can assume that will get bumped indefinitely. Um, you don't. I mean, the last thing you want to do we've talked about this is yeah. release a big blockbuster during a pandemic, a blockbuster that's gonna pull people into pull large groups of people together into confined spaces. It's a great time to release a flop. It is. <laughs> a flop movie that no one wants to see. You got, go, yeah, you got shot. plenty. Yeah. <laughs> Vin <laughs> Diesel, where are you? And I don't know, who knows when the time will be to do that because cases just keep growing. And it's, it, I guess, I mean, summer, we, just, we don't know when this will be over. We're, we're hoping like late spring, you know, like May. But I'm I'm hoping at the end of the month. <laughs> I've got I've got some. Business you got shit stuff. to do. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people have shit to do. <laughs> I've and got a, business stuff that I need to do. 
I um I got I got deals that have closed that hopefully they will not be postponed. Yeah, I I think the steady progression of um it getting worse, the number of cases spiking, I think is going to continue into May at least. And then you're still going to have new cases after that. It's just like the the day-to-day growth is going to stop. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's still going to be that residual fallout. And so I, I I feel like by maybe late summer things might start to feel normal. I could be I, wrong. I, I, that I, that could I be hope not. that could be real uh, like no, real extreme like, I alarmist. Wor- I think that's worst case scenario. I think it'll that, be at the end of the month, maybe <laughs> April. Well, we have this on record now, so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll come back. To we'll it. see. We'll see how it we'll, goes. We'll see who's right. I'm I'm predicting the worst will begin to subside by may and by maybe august some normal sense of reality will have returned and you're thinking by april we should be good to go yep (laughs) (laughs) all right may (laughs) let's let's put money on that okay (laughs) so yeah so that's that's gonna do it for this episode uh but we're we're not going anywhere we can't go anywhere Can't can't fly anywhere, so we're gonna we're gonna keep watching movies and talking about it. There you go. That's it. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at DM Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs>